heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Trent, you're well? But thank you, Michael. How are you, mate? Very well, very well indeed. Uh, are you going to be heading over to the west with Forgot You this weekend? I am. I'm currently actually over in New Zealand for the ready-to-run sales as we speak and then uh, sort of land land Thursday night in Australia and straight over to Perth on uh, Friday morning. Magnificent. What's your, um, I suppose, shopping list at the ready-to-runs? Have you got any certain number that you're keen to, to bring back with you? Uh, probably I look to get about half a dozen at the sale. We're always pretty active on and we've had a fair bit of luck out of it. And I like the fact that you can, you know, see a bit more of the horse and at the yearling sales and you're not waiting, you know, sort of what's 12 months out of the picture of waiting. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good hunting ground for us and hopefully we can, we can, uh, load up a float load to come home with. Who's the best you've jagged out of the ready to runs? Uh, we bought Sankster, he won the mm. Victorian Derby. Um, we bought a horse called Atmosphere that he he ran fifth in a Victoria Derby and then we sold him and he ran second in a Hong Kong Derby um, to to Werther. But we've had yeah. horses like Main, Main Stage and, uh, yeah, we've had a fair bit of success out of it. What's the secret to the ready-to-runs? We're, we've got our very own Andrew Bensley over there a little later this week who'll be feeding back interviews and I think it's a it's a fascinating concept because you get as you say you get to see the horses and the way they move but it's not necessarily who can run the fastest time is it no it's sort of a, a pedigree pedigree and obviously the type of horse certainly comes into play but um I, I i i like to buy them off the breeze up and sort of you can see them breeze up well and then you might look at them in the flesh and they might be just an ordinary type of horse, but you already know sort of that, that they can they can move along and, and you sort of got to buy into the concept of it. So that's the way we look at it anyway. Well, good luck over there. And um, forgot you ending up in a railway, probably not what you envisaged uh, as his campaign unfolded. So what's the reasoning behind the railway on Saturday? 1.5 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, the, the, the 1800 metre race was sort of always on the radar. It, it was their thinking um, as the spring unfolded. We thought it would be a good race for them. And then we were going to run them in the Cranbourne Cup and get them over to Perth. Um, but then they only had the one flight going over. So he had to leave on Monday. Um, so instead of running in the Cranbourne Cup, which is a mile on its home track, we, we'll just run them in the railway instead. And the way it's turned out, the way I look at it, it's... It's a $1.5 million race, and I'd suggest he's, you know, there's going to be horses in there that are sharper than him over the mile, but he's definitely, he should, if he runs up to his ability, he should be weighing in, I would imagine. So it's a nice sort of nice lead-up run into the 1800 a fortnight later, and um, obviously very big stake money. Well, you've got him going really well, so you wouldn't fall over if he if he was right in the finish, no. would you? No, look, if he get, yeah, if he got home over the top of them, I think the way the Perth racing suits, you know, they run along at a genuine tempo, so it's going to probably be a hard run mile, which which will suit him. Um, so yeah, would I think he's eight or nine dollars for it? So that tells you he's, mm. he's looked upon as a genuine chance. But I think the eighteen hundred metres is perfect. The enthusiasm's been dimmed a bit by the news that Zaki's coming over for it, but that is what it is. You just got to worry about your own horse. You've done a great job to get him back. Is he still improving, do you think? 
Oh, hard to say, sort of. He's probably showed in the spring he was a notch below the real top ones, but he was probably building into fitness in his first three or four runs. We can't do too much with him on the training track because of that injury. He sort of had to race himself into fitness. Uh, I was a bit flat the day he got beat by eight no dealing, which obviously the horse has turned out to, you know, he's probably a genuine good horse, but he came out and won very well at at the um, that last race at Flemington. So uh, hopefully he can continue on with it. Gee, you had a good carnival, didn't you? Um, What's what's your plan with Muramasa heading into next year? He goes to the zipping um, next week, which... Uh, we'll we'll learn a bit more about him because he's he's going to be running weight for age. He's he's been winning and winning impressively, but he's he's been on the bottom of the weights and the handicap. So he's he's going to now be at set weights against some better credentialed horses. But without knowing too much what's going to be in it, he's probably the it's going to be in the horse in the race that's on sort of on the way up as opposed to the others that have been around through the carnival. Is he a horse that you think has the um, continued improvement that could turn into one of the um, the leading stayers next spring? Oh, you'd hope so. Like I say, it's a long way. He's a long way from doing that. Mm. But the manner in which he's been winning these races, he does look good, doesn't he? Like, and he was. I thought at the two hundred the other day he was going to get beat, and then on the winning post he was going away from them. So being by deep impact, sort of distance is no worries, and obviously a long way away from that and big dreams, but sort of back in mind and see if we can turn him into a Melbourne Cup horse but to be honest I was just happy he's won a race he had the, he had the, he had the wind operation he had a tie back and they don't often come back from a tie back operation you're lucky if you get one in 10 so we're lucky that it was this horse Foxy Cleopatra is another one who you've done a, a great job with um, a year off and the way she hit the line at Flemington over 1400 metres um, she's certainly back as well as uh, as we've seen yeah, she's, she's probably the most exciting horse we've got in the stable. Um, she worked up sensational on the training track this morning and if she can gain a start in the Cranman Cup, which I suggest, I think she's going to by the look of it. I, I think she's going to be very, very hard to beat. How how fit is she after that first up run? Is she still got another... I read somewhere, is she likely to go over to Perth or is it Sydney? No, no. no. Um, in, a, in a perfect world, she, you know, if she come out and won the Cranbourne Cup, we'd take her up to the, take her up to the Bingham or the Old Villiers, whatever it's yep. called. Um, the Bingham is what it's called, and you know, go there if she's looking for a bit further. Maybe the Ballarat Cat Cup. Like ultimately, she's a two thousand metre plus filly, but second up in the mile is going to suit her well. But she, she is a classy filly, like. We thought she'd be a genuine chance in the Victorian Oaks and she sort of ranged up and ended up breaking down in the race and was off the scene for obviously 12 months, but she's back, she's sound. Uh, yeah, and I'd, you know, I'd be disappointed if she's not running around in Group 1 races at some stage. What was her issue out of the Oaks? Uh, did a suspensory. Yeah, so, gee, you've done well to get her back, haven't you? Um, you've got a heap of other runners entered on Saturday, uh, your hometown Cranbourne Cup. Is, is Cosguy going to... Um Come back from the derby to the 2000? Uh, undecided. We're just going to make that decision in the next 24 hours. I'd say 50-50 at best. Yeah. Um, who else will you be looking to run on Saturday? Uh, Shandon Burge, Starian? Yeah, Shandon Burge. I'd say she's our next best. She's, she's, um, 
she's been running well over mile races where she's really been looking for 2,000 metres, but we haven't been able to find a suitable 2,000 metre race for her. So I think it's a perfect race for her. And I think her and Foxy Cleopatra definitely go on to said day as our best chances. Yep. Uh, when's the barrier draw for the railway? Is that later today? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it is. All right. Well, fingers crossed with uh, Forgot You. Uh, I see you got one in today, Miss New York. Any Anything we yeah, should be doing run. there? She'll run well. Um, she's still a bit immature, but light, so um, she probably lacks a bit of strength, but she's got ability, but um, she'll have a couple of runs and then probably go back out the paddock to fill out and furnish a bit more, but I don't think it's an overly strong field just looking at it, so... Um, if she can get across from the gate, she, she, she'll run well. All right. Uh, there's a lot of love for you on the SMS, boys. I love it when when Trent declares one. Can you ask him if he's got one for us this week? The, bookie, the bookies probably love it more because they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing jumps out? I'll declare Foxy Cleopatra. I like it. $8 we can get on now in the Crampin Cup. Uh, there we go. Uh, you'll, put a, you'll put a line through that. There'll be a few unhappy owners in that horse. <laughs> no, we'll stick with the strength. Uh, good on you, Trent. Have a good week. Cheers, Michael. Thank you. Trent Bassett and joining us there. So there you go. Foxy Cleopatra. It's his uh, one. Uh, forgot you guys around on the railway on Saturday as well. It is quarter to nine. We'll take a quick break.